Welcome back to your therapy tools. Today's episode is focusing on closure. So what is closure? Closure means you're finally letting go of the past. It could be the loss of a relationship. It could be somebody who hurt you or other past traumas. It could be a stage of development in your life. It could be that you lost your job. It could be that you lost your home. The list is endless, but these these defining moments of a negative nature that we hang on to that cause us to walk around with an open wound, um, kind of like a wound collector. We're holding on to the pain. We're holding on to the anger. We're holding on to the grief. And we do not have closure. So closure is letting go. You're completely accepting the reality of what was. You're, re- you're accepting the reality of what happened uh, with no emotional attachment to it. Kind of like, okay, that happened. Um, it wasn't a positive experience. It left me feeling ABC, angry, belittled, um, lack of confidence, It le- whatever it left you with. So finding closure, you have to accept the reality of what happened and how it affected you in a negative way. It's also important to look at how it affected you in a positive way. And it might sound weird that I'm saying, what what positives did you get from that traumatic experience? <laughs> um, so this takes quite a flip of the switch and a reframe. Because no matter what the trauma was, no matter what the bad situation was that caused you to walk around with no closure you gained some sort of a strength from it. So think about that. Think about what you could have gained in spite of all the pain. How did the pain drive you to make changes, positive or negative? And how did those changes serve you? And the changes that are not serving you can be rectified with closure. Okay? So... Closure is the ability to go beyond all of the limiting core beliefs and behaviors that you adapted in response to whatever that event was, whatever that defining moment was that is holding you back. So how do you get closure? Um, Sometimes, if we're really lucky, the person who hurt us will apologize only if you're super lucky but most often um, closure just like forgiveness really doesn't necessarily have to involve the other person so number one you will um, completely be accountable for your part in the situation Um, whatever whatever you've been holding on to in any way that you've held yourself back with limiting core beliefs, with um, anxiousness, anger, depression, have a conversation with yourself and answer yourself. Ask yourself questions and answer yourself and 
come up with a game plan or some goals that will help you to move forward. You might you might use some DBT skills like um, distraction and self-care, music, um, engaging in things that you enjoy, engaging in things that make you laugh and feel free, dancing and singing, making up interpretive dances to songs on the radio. Whatever it is, you want to you want to find that opposite emotional response and start engaging in that. Start setting plans and goals for yourself to improve yourself, to bring more joy into your life. And then you want to kind of think about what you're holding on to that you don't have closure to. What is it that you're holding on to? Did you develop the belief that you can't sing? And, and you'll never sing again? Did you develop the belief that you're a useless pile of garbage? And so now you walk around with no confidence and you pretend you have confidence and then you feel like an imposter. Whatever it is, what are you holding on to? And is there a person attached to that? Is it, I never had my mom and dad's approval. Um, my brother always has always hated me. Um, my best friend died and we were in a fight that day. And, and the last words I said to my best friend were that you're stupid. What, what is it that you're holding on to and why? Why are you holding on to it? How is it serving you? How is it not serving you? And this is where you could use the DBT skill of um, pros and cons. So write the pros and cons of holding on to this. And then write the pros and cons of not holding on to this and applying DBT skills to your situation. Does this make you happy to hold on to this? Or are you hanging on to something that's freeze-framed in the past that really can't do anything for you now? Are you holding on to what you wish had happened instead of what really happened and feeling violated and ripped off and angry and resentful where you're plotting revenge every day of your life thinking about different ways you can get revenge um are you using this uh holding on to the wounds carrying that bag of boulders is this your excuse or your golden crutch to remain stagnant and right where you're at. Are you afraid that if you drop, if you drop the golden crutches or you set down the bag of wounds that you carry around, are you afraid that you'll progress and people will expect more of you? That's a very good question to ask yourself. Are you avoiding, are you avoiding grief? Are you avoiding feeling empty. It's time to learn how to be okay with not being okay. And that's a tough one. DBT skills can help you with that as well. If you're going to let go, if you've decided, I'm letting go of this, um, but I'm afraid, I'm afraid of letting go of it. Ask yourself why you're afraid of letting go of it. Some people are wound collectors. They hang on to every hurt. They hang on to every trauma. 
and it creates a barrier between them and other people. And how would that benefit you? It keeps you from getting too attached to people so they can't hurt you. That's one great benefit. One of the greatest detriments, though, is that you cannot connect with people. You feel dissociated. You're fearful. You're angry. You're resentful. And you're constantly reflecting on the past. So while you're stuck staring at that door that should be closed behind you, you can't even begin to focus on the door that's opening in front of you. And you're stuck. So it's important to grieve. You have to grieve. You have to grieve the relationship you thought you should have had, if that's what you're hanging on to. You have to grieve the little child who didn't know any better, didn't know how to defend themselves, didn't know quite how to tell somebody what happened. Grieve the knowledge you didn't have and grieve for that child inside. Let yourself allow yourself to cry and express that anger. You could even try this technique where you sit down in a chair and put an empty chair in front of yourself and imagine the person who hurt you sitting in that chair and you tell them all the ways they hurt you and how it caused a negative effect on you as you grew up. Or if it was a lost job or something like that, you could just talk about how it's affecting you now. Um, due to what you did to me, which was wrong, I feel bitter and angry at the world. I'm mad at God. I can't connect with other people. I feel alone. I feel worthless. I feel stupid. I feel dirty. Just list it all and allow yourself to express that emotion. Cry. Be angry whatever you have to do. And then I want you to flip the script and reframe and then tell the person in spite of what you did to me, which was very wrong and not okay. I developed some strengths as well. You did not break me. I am stronger now and list what some of those strengths are. Maybe you have increased intuition and you're able to feel when somebody's not quite a good person or they're maybe not being entirely honest with you. You can sense it, you can feel it. And now you have kind of a superpower as long as you're able to maintain balance with it and not allow it to emotionally flood you and freak you out. So let them know what they did to hurt you. Let them know the strengths that you developed. And then Tell the person wholeheartedly, I forgive you. I release you. And I'm setting this bag of hurt or these golden crutches at your feet. It's your responsibility because it came from you. It was never meant to be mine. It came from you. So I'm setting this at your feet and you do with it what you will. And I wish you healing. And then say your goodbyes and imagine that that person picks up the golden crutches, the bag of wounds, whatever representation you want to give it. Make sure they pick it up in your imagination and they carry it away and watch them walk away until they fade into nothing. This doesn't require that you contact that person in real life and say, hey, guess what? I forgive you. You don't have to. 
And in some cases you may want to because maybe it's a sibling or a parent and it's, it's important to you that they know that you've taken that step and you no longer want to harbor that anger and hatred in your heart. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's important to allow yourself to experience that grieving process and that acceptance and forgiveness in, in order to get your own closure. So how can you do this beyond the chair technique? Um, make a list of all your positive traits. Make a list of all the people that have complimented you and done nice things for you in your lifetime. Make a list of every happy memory you can think of. Um, of course, you have to have a fantastic support system. Having a good therapist is helpful. Having good, uplifting, supportive friends who will surround you with love and light and, and be there to let you just vent if you need to. They'll call you out on your bullshit when you're acting like a victim. You want to be around people who are going to help you grow and grow with you. If you have anybody in your life who's toxic, who's reminding you of the past all the time, you have got to cut them out of your circle. And sometimes it's temporary and sometimes it needs to be permanent, depending on the level of toxicity this person brings to the table. Um, make a plan for your immediate future, uh, especially if there's a certain date that comes around every year where you're reminded of this wound, this pain, this open gashing hole in your body that just never seems to heal because you don't have that closure. When that date approaches, plan something fun and amazing to do on that day. It's important that you start to bury the memories that you're getting closure from with new positive memories on those dates that will help you to get rid of that anxiousness that starts to pop up when that date is approaching and it also helps you to overcome all of the emotional flooding and the reliving of whatever that traumatic thing was every year on that date it helps you to overcome that it helps you to get that closure So creating rituals is another factor, and it helps you to gain closure. Um, this is ritual. Rituals are powered by your actions, and and more importantly, your intentions. So, doing that allows you to use your creativity and your intuition. So that uh, the intellectual overthinking portion of your brain is a little shut down and you're able to create some sort of a ritual that is uplifting. That could be affirmations, it could be law of attraction meditation, it could be dream board and each week or each day you tend to it, you do it and, and create that habit, that ritual that's positive and good for you. So maybe um, a relationship ends and you have all these things that remind you of that person. Um, maybe your ritual could be 
burning all of those things or burying all those things and having a funeral for that relationship. So that would be an interesting and fun ritual to help you gain some closure. Once you gain that closure, you can move into your future and you don't have all that baggage with you because you have burned it. You've sorted through it. You have accepted it for what it was. You've released it. And maybe you've burned it. Maybe you threw it in the ocean. Maybe you buried it um, symbolically. So those are some ideas on gaining closure. And I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions about gaining closure, feel free to hit me up and I will help you with that. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I hope you make great choices and have a beautiful, beautiful day.